Public Radio's LossesTAVShow.com's game. You're listening to The Starting Block. Hey, welcome to The Starting Block for another week. We've got myself, Greeno, and I'm joined by a man who apparently, after his latest rehab stint, has also knocked up Olivia Munn. My co-captain, Damo. How are we, sir? Very good, Greeno. Uh, good evening to you, blockheads, millions around the world, etc. Yes, Olivia Munn. Who the fuck's Olivia Munn? I don't even know. I can't even carry that ah, one. I can't. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I can't. Sorry. <laughs> I'm backing out of the bit already. I don't know. I don't even know who she is. Is she some kind of reality TV person? Nah, she's an actress. She's an actress, Damo. Now, okay. she's coming for a What's bit of a woman's, she day, been in? woman's Day scrutiny this week. Now, oh, okay. there's a an SNL, uh, a former SNL uh, person hmm. who... Not one of the good ones, uh, I bet. I bet it wasn't nah, like... No, who was the guy who was who co-starred with Will Ferrell in uh, Night at the Roxbury? The guy who did Corky Romano? Ah, oh. oh, Chris, Rom- uh, Chris Kattan. Chris Kattan. He was a funny little fucker. I was watching um, a clip of Night at the Roxbury like the other day, Greeno. And yeah, the, you know the uh, Emilio Estevez. Emilio. <laughs> 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 like, so you guys want to make out? Or, <laughs> <right>? <laughs> he was a funny little guy, and that's that's when I thought to myself because that was like I reckon for people our age, Greener, that was like the best SNL we ever got when him, Ferrell, and all those people were on it. You know, kind of fifteen yeah. years ago. Norm McDonald. Norm McDonald. Uh, Fucking how good was Norm McDonald? I like uh, Norm. No. Nice, Gary. A little rusty tonight, Greg. <laughs> now, once again, you, you're too trigger happy with the fucking nice Gary. Uh, what, we can't nice give Gary Norm McDonald a nice Gary? No, nah, you can. You okay, can. It's it's cheers. So there's a nice Gary. <laughs> nice Gary. For Norm McDonald. For Norm McDonald. Norm's yeah. very good. Norm has literally the best autobiography I've ever read in my life. Does he? Because it's an autobiography and it's all made up. Is it really? It's <laughs> fucking so good. Oh, okay. Where I started reading it and assuming this was an autobiography because it literally is sold as Norm McDonald's autobiography. And I'm like, I love Norm McDonald. I'm going to buy this book. Hmm. Bought it. We got about fucking 10 pages in. And I'm like, I think the whole book is a joke. Like, surely yes. this didn't happen. As you keep reading, you keep reading, and you're like, this is, he created an autobiography. It's nothing but fiction. It's unbelievable. It's such a good book. To his credit, <laughs> to his credit, remember when Stephen Colbert was funny? When he was doing, mm. um, you Good know, Colbert uh, Colbert Report, Alpha Dog of the Week, and he was funnier mm-hmm. when he was pretending to be a Republican than as yep. a liberal making fun of Republicans, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I think he had like a similar book, wasn't it called like I Am America and You Can Too, or something? I've got like... that book too. Yeah, I love that book. And it, the, yeah. the thing I really loved about that book was it apparently it came with like the stickers in the back of it. And the sticker like, said, hold, like, hold tight. I'm, I'm going to go get it from the bookcase. You keep talking. <laughs> He's going to go, go get the book. Well, look for some stickers in the back. He's gone. He's off. So I think this book came with some stickers in it or something that were like little awards. So you could go up to other books in the in the bookstore and you could take the stickers uh, I'm out. I'm back. He's back. So it's called Stephen Colbert, I'm America, and so can you. So can you. <laughs> and you're right, in the back there is stickers. Yes. No, where are the stickers? And what do they say? Um, What's the award there? that they give? Oh, hang on. I got to, oh, no, it's a bookmark. Don't worry about that. Where are the stickers? I swear. No, you are right. I swear there's stickers in this bad boy. Okay. You might have taken but them I out already because it was a while ago. <laughs> I think I've taken them out already. Yeah. I bought this book literally a decade ago. But yeah, yeah this was back when Stephen Colbert was funny. And I wanted to buy his book. Yeah. And it's a good little book. Like, it's a fun little read. But do, so did, 
the stickers, Greeno, did they say something like world's best book or something? So you could just something go around like and slap them on other books if you wanted to? Yeah. <laughs> See, that was funny Obviously. stuff. Nobody's writing any good books anymore. Ah, well, here's one. Match the celebrity with their pet cause. Hmm. And it's got, like, pictures of four celebrities and then their cause. Uh, one, end the world in the Middle East. Yes. Uh, end the war, sorry, in the Middle East. That's a favourite. Uh, equal, rights, equal rights for homosexuals. Hmm. Stop global warming. Yep. Option D, A, look at me. Look at me. Nice, <laughs> And the answer is all four celebrities, D, hey, look at me. Look at me. Exactly. <laughs> the book. Yeah. Glad I only got that. That, so- that wasn't anywhere as near as funny as I thought it was going to be. No. Um, Bruno, <laughs> story time for me, sir. Stories about pinatas. Uh, doing a work work story today. The, last week, for some reason, I, I was talking about like the my frozen chook uh, winning ways when it comes to trivia because mm. we're doing Friday trivia at work every every week at the uh, moment. And you're and a, you're you, a veteran of the trivia scene of the pub. Ten trivia minutes. Scene. I'm- I'm very fucking competitive, as you would imagine. Yep. Uh, they, they, my team pointed out today where, because I was talking about one of the girls in our team, very, very good. She's mm. also a, a Sinclair girl, and very, she seems to win every week. Like, she just knows a bit about everything okay. and just enough to always pip everyone at the post. Right. And I was pointing out, going, look, uh, this particular person. Is she a very is, good phantom Googler on the phone, Greeno? No, she's asking. not. Like, she, yeah, well, you know, she is from our old area. So, yeah, there's a bit of suspect when it comes to the cheating. There's always but, suspect behavior. Always. Great. Yeah. Yep. But she's doing pretty well on a system. We'll pretend that she's, she's killing it. So okay. I was pointing out, going, look, based after six weeks of this trivia, like this person is like the queen of our team trivia. Okay. And then someone pointed out, going, well, we feel like Greeno You're the king. is the man who, who wants to be the king and gets really frustrated when he's beaten by the other person. And I'm like, you guys are fucking so spot on. Um, so there's so competitiveness anyway, but- within the team as well, which is what makes you such a powerful team, Greeno, you see, because you're competing against each oh, other to get the best out of one another so you can you beat everyone be the else. Best. Yeah. Exactly. Now, that led to the fact that I seem to dominate, like, pop culture, yep. those particular topics in the trivia. So Random you, you really, at this point, you really wanted to be, like, queen of the trivia team. You Spot wanted, on. You wanted her Spot job. On. You put on the tiara. I want her, job. I want her title. Yeah. I'm like, this is bullshit. The I can't scepter. have one of my staff beating me, yeah. at, at especially my pet area. Exactly. Point, pointless fucking trivia. Yeah. You've got to, so, you've got to have an, like an air of authority in the team, Greeno. You've got to be the team I, leader. You can't be number two. I don't want to be, don't want to be undermined. No. That's the key thing. Yeah. So, so anyway, they were like, hey man, you, you're pretty, you seem to be pretty, you seem to know a lot about music. Mm. Can you send us some random songs this afternoon? So this okay. was last week. Yeah. So I put together a bit of a DJ uh, DJ Greeno playlist. You made a like, mixtape, Greeno. <laughs> I did make a mixtape. I got the v, I got the cat out. I, start, no, I made sure I didn't get any of the ads. Yeah. I cut it. I rewinded it. It was yeah. all good. So I made sure them I, off I, the radio. I, did you? I got the intro without doing the radio promo. Oh, it was so all good, good man. Yeah. It, was, it was clean. Yeah. So put it out there, and everyone's like, "This is amazing. This is so much fun on Friday, Avo." And they said to me, "That can you do it again?" And I'm like, really? I don't want to like, I didn't want to like overstay my welcome. I was like, look, it was fun last week. You're sure you want to do it again? I was like, yeah, yeah. do it why, again. Why, you did. why give yourself a perfectly good opportunity to ruin your first impression? You know, exactly. Just They're get like, out, right, you put hit it work, once and quit. Banging, banging YouTube playlist. Now this puts me in a very difficult predicament, Damon, because you know me. Mm. I love a YouTube playlist about 28 schooners in. Very much that's, so. That's my prime time. That's when I get my best YouTube moments going. You when become. 
You at two in the morning. You become the annoying guy at the barbecue or whatever who just starts rifling through the CD collection and goes, all right, yeah. let's chuck this on. Or, you know, yeah. at the at the, at the the pub, Greeno, like always, mm-hmm. all right, what, what song can we put on the jukebox? What are we doing here? What music yeah. are we listening? There's always music playing at your house whenever you go there as a visitor. Like there's always, there's always music playing somewhere in one of the rooms at least. So it's a it has constant. has to be done room. because not a very good conversationalist, so I need the, the music in the background. Have background noise. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's a good call. Nice, so, Gary. Professional. So anyway, Sober as a Chook, having to put together this playlist, did all right. Did all right. Happy days. Now, I get to one of the uh, the last songs before I knock off, mm-hmm. and it's Spice Girls Wannabe. Ah, a little now, bit of. <laughs> Yo! Bit of those ones, one. Now, I'll give you the pause it. Now, what I want you to do, Damo, because mm. this actually led to some inadvertent conversation, and it's actually a segment I had on this show about three months ago that I did. I put in the rundown, but I never end up doing it because I'm like, oh, maybe I'm off the mark here. Okay. Now, then I had a conversation with a couple of the boys in the team. They they created the combo, mm. and I'm like, hang on. It turns out my thoughts from about three months ago were on the money. Okay, so, so you floated the concept, got some positive feedback. Now it's time to present yeah. it to the public. Now the to theory. present it to the public. Okay. Now, I need you to show the video clip. Now, I want you to watch the video clip, just the first, like, 25 seconds. First 25 seconds, that's a big commitment. That's all I need. Okay. Uh, there we go. Well, no, not the first 25. I need yeah. to It takes you back to when music was different, doesn't it? I mean, listen <laughs> listen to it. It sounds like the 90s, you know what I mean? It does sound like the 90s. Weren't they all like, wasn't the inside joke that they were all like 35 or something at the time? Yeah. Like Baby Spice was like a 28-year-old fucking you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. ex-wife or something. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so what am I looking for here? Right. What are you pointing out? So here's out? the thing, right? Okay. So here's the thing. When we were, because this song came out when we were in like early high school. Now, we were mm-hmm. prepubescent boys. Mm-hmm. And the thing when mm-hmm. you were prepubescent boys okay. was you rated the attractiveness of the Spice Girls. Uh, yes. And the there was always a, the yeah, general, there, was a, <laughs> there was a constant like debate and discussion happening yeah. all the time. A constant hum yeah. around the classroom, yeah. Green. And like, no, I don't think she's a two. She's definitely third best. Right. Definitely, 100%. Yep. Now, here's the thing. In 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 hindsight, and mm. this is the conversation that came up today, mm. I, and I, I, I'm putting it out there, Scary Spice is the hottest Spice Girl. Now or? No, no, as in like in this video clip, if you can look at all four, five of the Spice Girls, do I have to she know? was always either four or five in the in the teenage ratings, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, she was adult, she was heaps hotter than everyone gave her credit for, and she as, as like an adult, looked I'm she looked now. yeah she looked the most youthful for the longest as well, out of all mm. of them. I don't even know what happened to Sporty Spice. She might be a dog walker or something. I have no idea. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure she's really fit though. You know, yeah, she probably, probably does a lot of jogging and shit. Nah, um, see, I'm thinking that she's gone the other way. I think it's all downhill post. Yeah. Because she had to live up to that moniker of Sporty Spice, and now she's just bloated out. That's yeah. my that's my guess. Didn't Scary Spice host some fucking show here or something? Was it Idol or no? What was the, uh, the, the she voice? She was on Australia's Got Talent, I think. Australia's Got Talent. I th- they all kind of merge in for me. They all all, those shows. all the exact <laughs> same fucking show, really. It's, yeah. it's all the I can never show. remember which person was on which show and what they were mm. doing there. Like, was he a host on that one? And 
It's usually the lady yeah. Boogs Greener who corrects me very quickly and says, no, yeah. no, no, he was on that show for a while and then not. And then I'm like, oh, okay, it's too much. I, can't, I don't know. Who's it's in the Lady Boogs thoughts on is Scary Spice actually the hottest of Spice Girls back in the day and we never realized because we inadvertently were racist as like 13-year-old boys. Uh, I don't know. I think maybe the girls would have thought Posh was the hottest one. For some reason, yeah, in a, like in a non-lesbianic way, because I, I think they would think that that's what the guys would want the most, you know? Yeah, fair call. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, fucking, why are we even talking about the Spice Girls? <laughs> why do you talk about anything about that we do on this show? Ah, uh, well, we're gonna we're gonna improve. We're gonna up the ante now. Now we're gonna correct the ledger about okay. an influencer from two weeks ago. Yeah. Now you asked me after the show. Hey man, we need to put uh, correcting the ledger. Amanda Vella. Now I forget. Exactly. Now it's been two weeks. I forget who Amanda Vella is to begin with. Ah, uh, look, I've got to hold my hand up here. I mostly do too, but luckily I had most of it wrong apparently the first time. And, okay. and the lady book said to me, you can't just say that. And I'm like, well, I don't know fucking what she does. I don't follow Instagram shit. She's like, no. So apparently, right, I've been corrected. She's not like some influencer or anything on Instagram. She's just like a normal person. And I think she has like a, she's involved in some kind of side business or something. I don't know. Nothing illegal though, right? Like just a wife and mother, like normal yeah. person on Instagram. So she was like, yeah, no, she's not like a big influencer or anything. She's just a person. And I'm like, oh, okay. So that kind of changes things. And there was other things that I can't remember that I got wrong, but um, whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm willing. Glad that's how we're opening the show as well, yeah. by the way. Oh, because we, okay. Well, I'll tell you what, how about this? This should make up for it. Seems to be <laughs> all right. Is that enough? Yeah. There we go. Elton makes it all better. Elton makes it all better. Sorry to put everyone through it. Of the four, I tell you what, she might not. She, I might, I, I may have mistakenly said that she was more popular than she is, but I guarantee you, she's got more people, like more than four people, you know, watching what she does as compared to us, Greener. So mm. you know, I, I guess the little guy wins again. You see, that's it. Yeah, yeah. you know, all the dance for her. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so she's all good. She's all right. Apparently, tip of the hat. Whatever. Nice Gary. One more nice Gary. Nice Gary. <laughs> I'm sure you're a good person and stuff, but apparently, got apparently. it wrong. Yeah. There we go. Ah, mm. uh, Damo. Let's let's talk what we love talking about on this show. We love cancellations. We love the fact we that the world's gone mad, mm-hmm. and we're just fucking canceling everything. We're, we're going. We're doing a hard reboot. We've all control deleted. We've gone. Like, let's lock it. Let's uh. Let's the Greeno. Huh? We did an F disk, Greeno. Just deleted disk, the right. hard drive. Yep. We're doing, yeah, we're going MS DOS, you know, mm-hmm. forward slash backslash delete, whatever you fucking need to do mm-hmm. in the old school computer language. Yeah. Um, we're canceling it all. And it's ironic in this day and age, we're now going to have to cancel things that are in the future mm. because now we're going to have to cancel artificial intelligence. Yes. <laughs> yes. And unfortunately, I guess artificial intelligence has probably already predicted that in the future we would try to shut it down. So maybe it's mm. feeding disinformation back into the system in order to throw us off the scent. That's my opinion. Facebook apologizes after AI puts primates label on video of <laughs> black men. Nice, Gary. Oh, Facebook. I mean, it's we're doing so well over here, aren't we? I mean, making the, you know, building bridges greener. That's what it's all about, isn't it? Mm. 
Facebook called it unacceptable, an unacceptable error. The company has struggled with relating to race. Now, once again, this is artificial intelligence. This is not some bloke sitting behind the computer going uh, every single picture and has to label. <laughs> it's not Eddie McGuire. There's <laughs> no Eddie. <laughs> Give yourself a nice Gary for that joke. Nice Gary. Eddie McGuire sitting at the Facebook account going, I'll fuck this guy up. <laughs> Not again. Yeah, yeah no. Again, no I'm just tired. I'm sorry. I was tired. <laughs> nice, Gary. This is images that they've put of, you know, facial structures, facial recognition software mm-hmm. that uh, looks at a particular item and goes, well, that's mm. what this particular thing. Now, I don't think there's a race issue here mm. because if it was a white man that had the facial structure of a primate and it showed up as primate, would it still be racist? <laughs> yeah. But nonetheless, that's... That's not how fucking life works at the moment. It's fucking racist and it's got to be cancelled. So, excellent. And now a computer program has been cancelled. So, all very good. But that wasn't the only can... Uh, do you have anything else on that? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I find it interesting that, you know, there's a positive to draw out of this, Greeno, and that is the machine isn't as smart as we thought it was. So, Or it's know, been programmed by a racist. Yeah, or it's been programmed by a racist. But the machine's mm-hmm. not as smart as we thought it was. So if we can fool it, you know, because I guess it sees all black people the same. So it was probably designed by, you know, a police chief or something, you know, you know obviously. Mm. You know, so it's going to talk. <laughs> so I guess. Yeah, I think so too. Nice, Gary. Now, that was just the first of many cancellations this week. Yes. Now, unfortunately, some people some people obviously don't listen to our show, and it's a bit unfortunate because they could have they <laughs> worked things some, out. Some people don't. <laughs> Most everyone else does, but some Most people don't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, can you believe those crazy idiots that don't listen to this? I mean, what's well, wrong I'll tell with you them? who really should have listened to our show from a couple of weeks ago, one Erin mm. Mullen, because mm-hmm. if she listened to our show, she would have realised accents cancelled. <coughs> Pardon me. Now, which which about... accent did we get rid of last? Uh, uh, remember, remember it was the uh, the baseball announcer oh. who who made uh, something that sounded like a bad Indian accent, or Elmer Fudd. It, yeah, or it was deemed as being racially insensitive to Shohei Otani, and Shohei said, "I heard it. I yeah. didn't care." In like two innings, it. two innings yeah. or something later, after he said it, apparently has to come yeah, he on. A big apology, yeah. and then he got stood down. For God knows how long. Directly, uh, he directly references like the outrage on Twitter or something by saying, "Well, apparently, so, okay, bottom of the eighth here, and apparently there's some kind of storm going on on Twitter. There, they're uh, pissed at me because they think that I made an anti-Asian comment. Well, I just want to say right now, I'm going to put my hand up and say, you know, I absolutely apologize to anybody. So that's just like throwing tins, like cans and cans and cans of gasoline onto an already exploding tire warehouse. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're just Spot making on. it so much worse, but uh, just keep feeding into it, feeding more, more, more. It never stops being hungry, Greener. Yeah, to, to uh, steal a Simpsons line, dig up stupid. Yeah. Um, so that's it. That's the yeah. only way out. We have to cancel everything. We have to let the Spot machine on. eat everyone until there's nothing left to eat, and then the machine will starve. And then there's a chance for the dung beetles to come out and start a new world. Yeah. And, and be a racist. Yes. Um, <laughs> nice, Harry. So if Erin Mullen had bothered to listen to our show from two weeks ago, she would have realized, remember, accents, we canceled them. Mm-hmm. They're done. Can't mm-hmm. do accents anymore. No. But unfortunately, Erin uh, hasn't got the message. Now, this is the second time she's been done for doing racist accents on the radio really? uh, in a, a gig at 2GB. Now, she did. Uh, she was in a firestorm a couple of months back 
where she was referring to some Polynesian players' names as, you know, pretty much a Billy Birmingham sketch. Okay. What's wrong um, with that? Billy well, Birmingham. That, that did caused, it. Yeah, that caused an outrage. Uh, and then once again this week. Uh, so we're just so we're just so casual. That's we're just true. so casual with the outrage now. Yeah, it's like well, you, you, the, just the way you said that. It's like nah, well, it that just started another outrage and like another one. Mm-hmm. How many outrages yeah, can one. we have? Surely. So she decided to she decided to double down this week, where mm. she did it again, and she's like, she did it uh, again. <laughs> foreign accents have been part of radio's show humor for thirty years. <sighs> So I don't feel like I need to apologize. Oh, now, it's not me. Sure the it's the system. Of- don't blame the it's player. The blame the game. 30, like, you know, casual racism has been around for 30 years. We're yeah. sweet. We're yeah. all good. good. We can do, you know, miss a horny on the fucking radio <laughs> and we can, that shit's, that shit's fine. Miss a sign. <laughs> Spot on. That's the Which one, then yeah. brings me to a, a greeno story time quickly. Oh, in the middle of our I like stories about pinatas. My son, he's uh, he's taken to playing with his toys, uh, and talk. You know, how you talk with your your toys. You're like, oh, you know, hey, hey, hey how you doing? Yeah, me, I'm good, I'm good. Blah blah blah. And you use your toys. You create a little scene as a kid. Um, <laughs> you create no. scenarios. <laughs> No, you said because you said you, you know how you talk to your toys. No, Greeno, I just listened to mine. Nice, yeah. And they to, they told me to do things. It was yeah, the, the opposite it. relationship. You say with the toys. Mm. Yeah. My son's doing this thing now where he's now playing with his toys and he's he's talking for the toys. Oh, okay. So that's kind of the thing. The little I love him, but fuck me, he just does not shut the fuck up. Mm. He just talks indefinitely to the point where he's now doing the characters of his toys, so he has a conversation with himself. So he's kind of like to... walking around, like doing a little storybook as he goes, you know. He's doing skits, man. He's basically, he's become a ventriloquist. Yeah. Um, I've, I've realised. Good cool. fun, good yeah. fun. It's, it's kind of exciting because, you know, he's only two mm. and he's already kind of creating this kind of like imagination. It's fantastic. Yeah. Now, he was in his bed, putting him to bed before the show. He's got this little dinosaur he loves and he's sitting there and he's doing the dinosaur voice. And, and after he did it, I had to pull him aside. I'm like, look, son, you can't do that anymore because he's sitting there and he's like, hello, dinosaur. And as in the dinosaur voice, he's trying to do it like a ventriloquist. And he's like, hello. And I'm like, dude, that's an invasion. You can't, you can't do that. So I've had to cancel my son and his imagination oh, at no. two years of age. Nice, Jerry. Good, good on you for stamping it out. out. Yeah. I just want to cut it out early. He, yeah. He's doing hello stuff. I can't, I can't have that happening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gotta get rid of that. Well. We've got to get rid of it. But right. there's the Greeno story time. So I had to cancel my son as well. I like stories about pinatas. See, that's how dedicated now, we are to this. This is a movement now. We're cancelling everything now, and everyone we've ever loved. <laughs> we don't want to be sexist either, the demo. So exactly. if we're going to cancel my son doing uh, Asian accents unintentionally, because mm. that's just how he talks as a two-year-old saying yeah. her role, um, we also need to cancel something in the female realm just for equality. Okay. I and like good, good news, Damo. Mm. We're now no longer allowed to refer to our daughters as princesses. Oh, really good. I want to see this. Let's, let's have a look at the clip, shall we? So yeah. I don't know if this is considered an unpopular opinion, but if you have a daughter, you need to stop calling her princess if you do. The way that oh. Disney has branded the princess is based on her beauty as her most important asset. This term also <sighs> encourages the damsel in distress that needs to be rescued by a man. Oh, come on, like most of the time, right? <laughs> Why do they do this, Greeno? Most of the time, if there's a building burning down or a fucking ship sinking or a train derailing 
or whatever the fucking disaster is, I'm sorry, most of the time it's going to be a man running in there and dragging a woman out more than mm. other things happening. You know what I mean? So, like, what, are we supposed to go, that's bad? <laughs> that's yeah. crazy. That's crazy. It's, it's a, it's, well, once again, it's not a fucking literal thing. Like, I call no. my daughter princess all the time, not no. because I think she's a fucking damsel in distress. <laughs> I think it's just a fucking cute pet name. Yeah, no, I call I, my daughter. I call my daughter because, Princess because I plan to lock her into a into in a tower yeah, until in a dungeon she's <laughs> and wait for her to grow her hair long enough that yeah. she can be saved by a man. Yeah, like, and on a, on her sixteenth birthday, she's going to have sex with a frog or something, and some prince <laughs> is going to come out and stab me. <laughs> yeah, and it'll be a wonderful a fucking story. I like stories about pinatas. Just- it's still one of your uh, your lines, though, sir. I feel like this lady needs some thick rim black glasses. Bold frame glasses, Green. Bold, Bold frame, frame my apologies. And that. it doesn't focus on their intelligence or integrity or any other character trait. Well, no, she's saying her- the princess is a dumb. Isn't she the bigot? That's a good point, actually. Oh, scary. Why are you dismissing someone's experience? Experience. Just because Disney princesses happen to be pretty, why mm. do you think that they're unintelligent, hey? Did this one grow up? I bet maybe there's a chance. I can't say I bet. So how about this? Perhaps there's a chance that this one grew up being the ugly sister in a family. I think so. You We're know. thinking well, she's looking Jealous at the Disney princess. She, she's trying to work out how she can relate. Yeah. And she's the the three wicked stepsisters. Exactly. From Cinderella. That's right. You know, the one that looked like a fucking wet mop. That's right. And she's like, well, hang on. I can't recognize myself with the pretty one. Mm. I'm, I'm the bad guy in this situation. Fuck mm. it. I'm canceling so, the pretty princess. Well, so, so how would the villain in Cinderella relate to Cinderella? If you ask mm. the villain, if you were just walking down the street in Never Never Land or wherever the fuck these people are from, mm. <laughs> right? you walk down the street, what do you think of the villain? Well, clearly the villain's very bad. You know, uh, Villain, what do you think of Cinderella? Well, I fucking hate that bitch. That bitch ruined yeah. my plan. I was going to have a big takeover of the world and Cinderella ruined it. So yeah. she just sounds like the villain from the Cinderella movies because she's like, you know what? Cinderella is the big fucking problem here, not me. Not my mm. smoldering jealousy that I was the ugly sister of the, you know, she's is, the, is, uh, the evil ugly sister. She's the one that the house lands on, Greeno. Ah, spot on. Now, here's the other thing. Now, uh, I've watched the whole clip. We're going to we'll play the whole clip. Now, okay. is... Is this lady proposing a solution of uh, a particular fictional character that we are allowed to call our daughter? Are we able to call them the ugly stepsister? Like, can I refer to my daughter as that? Is that okay? Mm. So it probably, imagine if it was okay to call your daughter ugly, but not ugly you know, stepsister, a princess. Yeah. But not princess. Yeah. Let's see if she offers us a solution or is she just creating problems. Let's okay. have a look. All right. Girls, scientist, engineer, doctor, like... Why does it have to be something? Uh, what, are you any of those things? Because <laughs> I'm no, going to guess no. Fucking, no, she's an unemployed fucking busybody. <laughs> unemployed who, busybody whose sister is way hotter than her. Way hotter and spends all the time calling callback radio, right. I guarantee it. Her, her way hotter sister has like a fucking hus- like husband who's a fucking surgeon or something as well. You know, yeah. and they pull up in a Porsche at all of the family gatherings and she just fucking hates it. She always gets there early because she has to catch the bus. Yeah. That needs to be rescued by a man. And it doesn't focus on their intelligence or integrity or any other character trait. Okay. Why don't we call girls scientist, engineer, doctor? Like, 
Why does it have to be? Because I guess when your girl is like six years old, she couldn't have possibly have gone to university and become a doctor. You know, she can't mm. possibly be a qualified engineer. So why would I call yeah. her an engineer? You can be yeah, born. Uh, you can be born a princess, she, though. You know. Why is she being a bigot to all the dumb people out there, Damo, that can't be scientists or yes, doctors? True. Like, where's the? You She's know, being very insensitive. Yeah. Can I can I call my daughter a checkout chick? Checkout chick. Uh, <laughs> McDonald's <laughs> McDonald's drive-through assistant. McDonald's drive-through assistant. Can I call a dog bludger? Am I allowed? Are those ones okay? Dog walker. Want, great. Dog walker potentially. Well, no, then you get a Rob Gaga, and you know you might get some cash. Who yeah. knows? Like um, like Mel C. Green. She was Mel C. Wasn't she the Spice Girl? Mm, <laughs> Who's now a dog walker? Yeah. All right, I've had enough of this lady. We're gonna cancel someone else, Damon. Okay. I feel I've got, nice, I've got, Gary. Hmm. We've got to cancel some more because uh, we're, we're not We've done. Got more? Here. We've got we, something else to cancel, Greeno. We do, Damo. Uh, I don't know uh, if you're aware, but the uh, the Eskimo community. Oh, I'm aware uh, of them. I don't know them personally, though. Like, yeah, I couldn't tell. I couldn't name one if you if you. I couldn't name one. Yeah. yeah. Either uh, they've taken umbrage to it, or some rando umbrage. fucking. <laughs> umbrage. Good word. Um, I'm just going to give you a nice. Yeah. Nice, Gary. For umbrage. At uh, the this ice cream bar called mm. the Eskimo Pie, Damo. I don't know if you heard of it. Now, uh, Peters have decided, look, we're for, for the purposes, and once again, the phrase racial equality. Oh, Firstly, have you good. ever fucking met an Eskimo? I've never met, I, but I, I wouldn't know if I've met an Eskimo. Maybe somebody's walking around who's part Eskimo, but I, what would you, you'd just think maybe, oh, they're Mexican or they're from, you know, uh, Mongolia or something. You, know, you don't know. It's one of those ones, like, it's not as simple as saying, oh, they're white or they're black. It's like, they're, yeah. uh, I don't know. <laughs> There's something out there. I don't know. So I might Maybe. have met an Eskimo. Have you met an Eskimo? Because you've been to North America. So it's probably a I better can't chance. Say I, have. I can't say I have personally. Now, here's the other thing. So Nestle, uh, so Peters have renamed it to help achieve racial equality. My question Good. is, were, were the Eskimos offended by having an ice cream named after him? And was there a racial undertone to the fact that there was a chocolate vanilla, uh, chocolate-coated vanilla ice cream mm. that linked to their particular race and was used as a derogatory term. Nice, Gary. That's a very good I'm question. Puzzled. How I'm offen- puzzled. <laughs> How offended were they in the beginning to cause in this? the beginning? Yeah. Yeah. Are we are we now no longer allowed to use any particular race, color, yes, uh, inclination, sexual preference in any naming of any product for the the future history of this world? That's right. I think that's right. I think you're on the money. I think that's what we're heading towards. If people find, you know, the term redskin racist Mm. and they don't like the lolly, look, I can I can. Oh, yeah. How are the redskins still around? How are the redskins? Oh, they're gone. Oh, no. Nice, Gary. Nice, Gary. That's helping. I can see they've helped racial equality by doing that, haven't they? Correct me if I'm wrong. Are the Eskimos from, like, the north? Like, the north? Yeah, Canada. Yeah. No, they're, they're from the part of Canada where, like, even, you know, there is no. Cars don't go there, you know, like this. Yeah, good point. Yeah. Now, in there, it's fucking cold, right? Yes. So an ice cream bar mm. would probably be pretty close to the mark of what a pie would be where it's quite fucking cold, right? Could be, could be, yep. Isn't this an homage to the Eskimos? It's an, oh, yes, very nice. Nice, Gary. It's in honour of them. Like it's a, it's an honor, yeah. but suddenly I guarantee if I want to, I want to call Peters during the week mm. and find out 
How many complaints? Which one would about- you? Which one would you call though, Greeno? Because apparently there's a few of them. The Peters. The Peters. I have to go through the the whole yellow pages. How many Peters are there? How yeah. many Peters are in control of this company? It's at least two. We know that much. Yeah, we're all good call. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't know where to go. That's that's a whole bunch of cancellations in one week, sir. Yes. Nice, Gary. Well, I'm glad we're cleaning up the streets, Screeno. That's the main thing. We are. And uh, to end it, mm. let's fucking cancel this segment. <laughs> Do you like your novelty comedy songs organic, handmade with painstaking care, put into every note? Well, look no further than Irrational Times. Using only the finest instruments to create an experience that your ears will thank you for later. Irrational Times attempts to elevate the whimsy to a desirable level. New songs and sketches every week, so check it out. There's a place that we can go to watch old things. All the warm, fuzzy member berries it brings. It's a special little spot. See you over there very soon. It's our special little spot, tucked away on D-Live. Enjoy the joy of Pessy. When we were kids and there wasn't any school, we'd sit and watch all the best cartoons. Eating cereal until it was noon. We never thought that 30 years later it'd still be cool. Saturday night and cheesy movies. The ones that used to show us boobies It's our special little spot Tucked away on D-Live Enjoy the joy of Pessy Enjoy the joy of Pessy Enjoy the joy of Pessy Than three percent sport content. It's the starting block on TAVshow.com. Yes, welcome back to the block, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. If you want to get in touch with us, a couple of ways you can do it. Follow Greeno at the starting block. One more drop the cat at the end. Follow myself at Boogie Bumper. Greeno, I've got a, bit, a, a little bit of an update for you. There's been a like a, a kind of a serial on this show for now, and it's been an ongoing episodic thing we've been learning things we've been discovering things there's been a lot of politics in the background a lot of politics happening and of course green i'm i'm referring to i like stories about pinatas the condiment cold war which has been taking place ah, in my mate. kitchen probably the favorite part of 2021 for me is the uh the ongoing updates of the the condiment cold yep. war and your mm. it's, it's been a been good times, been good segments. It has. And and there's been some developments recently, Greeno, which I thought I need to update you on because the people deserve to know what's happening at the high levels of this kind of cat and mouse game of chess, Greeno, happening in the kitchen. So I thought I thought we'd reach a stalemate. I it thought was we'd a reach stalemate. kind of like 
Yeah. Yeah. There was a stalemate and uh, things were going well, but that's changed now of, as of late. Let, okay. me, let me show you something here, Greener. Now, here I present Exhibit A. Now, this is the kitchen and just in front of the knife um, holder there, that's where I yep. normally sit my salt and pepper shakers, Greener, right there in that snug little spot next to the, the chopping board, right? You see that? Oh, hey, wait, so you... So that's why I was puzzled because you sent me this picture and I was trying to work out what, what the, uh, the reference was. Well, now, you. You're saying, you're saying that the, the, uh, knife block never used to be in this said location. No, no, that it's always been there, but the salt and pepper shakers would be in front of it. That's where they would sit. Do you see what I'm saying? Oh, okay. Not behind? No, not behind. No, right there in front of the, the knives there, Greener. In front of the knives okay. on All the right. bench top. That's where yep. they would be, yep. but now, as you can clearly see, they're not there right now. No, Jerry. Okay. Now I put this down where, to where have they gone, Damo? I put this down to something changing here. That being that, I may have at some point, like you know, kind of emulated Vladimir Putin, Greeno. I may have carved <laughs> off a slice of the Ukraine for myself. Okay. In the kitchen. Yeah. Because I do admit I put my hand up for a few days because you remember the pack was just salt and pepper. The allegation yeah. was that I would eventually take advantage of this. Okay. Right. Yeah. I would I would eventually take advantage of the salt and pepper and just start leaving things out there on the bench top. Suddenly we'd see some oregano, suddenly there'd be some gray box. Yeah, and now you get it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I may have pushed the limits of our kind of, you know, ceasefire greeno. By, by adding, like, the olive oil, perhaps, or maybe a bit of Cajun seasoning, something like that. These things might have started adding up in front of the, the wooden block. So I think that was what happened. This, and this here was a retaliatory action, Greeno. This was like, now, look, yeah, I moved some missile, oh. missile trucks into some territory which is under dispute, and the home team yeah. like, just kind of knocked them out with a couple of scuds or whatever they fucking shoot at them. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, we're not, yeah. we're not you know, aggressing any further, but this is, this is yeah. the line here. We need to take out these targets. So the salt and the pepper were actually taken to the pantry. I had to go back and get yeah. them and replace them back on the bench, Greener. Prisoners of war, if you will, sir. That's it. I got them out. Yeah, I got them released. But unfortunately, yeah. we couldn't save the olive oil or the Cajun seasoning or whatever the fuck else I had out there either. So that they're well, he's, going he's back the now. Yeah. Uh, can, can, I, can I make an observation? Absolutely. Uh, I like stories about pinatas. Consider me Switzerland, right? Like I, I'm just an equal observer in, in, the, in this particular war. Now, mm. I think if you had, had put the olive oil there solo yes. to go with the salt and pepper. Now, I see olive oil as an essential in the same kin to the salt and pepper. Mm. It's in every meal. You need you always need the oil out to get it in and out of the pantry is a fucking pain in the ass. Yep. It's it's an extra thing. You know you're gonna need it for every meal, a la right. the salt and pepper. That's now right. I think you can oh, almost you can put that well in said. the essential family, right? Yes. So I'm I'm personally I am fine with the olive oil also joining the the essential family. So you think now, it's time to re- you, you think it's time to renegotiate this original pact, Greener. It's time to come back to the drawing yeah. board. Okay, we've had an action. We've had some aggressive measures taken. There was some ground taken, yeah. and then that ground was taken back, and we had to renegotiate yeah. to get the original in place. Do you think it's time to just, okay, you know what? Let's scrap that deal, and let's talk about our future here. Do we have olive oil well, on the table or not? Where, where you've gone wrong, though, is, is you've taken it one step too far with the Cajun seasoning, a okay. non-essential. Yes. Now, that's, 
I think you've kind of gone, look, I'm going to push it one step too far mm. and, it, and it's broken down, you know, all goodwill. Mm -hmm. So I think you need to maintain the the salt and pepper yeah. uh, as the only out, out ingredients. Right. With your next negotiation step to be the introduction of the olive oil. But because you've taken the Cajun in there already, yeah. you've already built that bad will. It's kind of like bad debt, you know. Yeah, you've got, got to pay it back, Karina. You're going to pay it back. You have to do the equity. Suddenly, you might have to put the pepper back in the pantry for a little bit. I might have to, to support. I might. On. I might have to support some other crazy action in the kitchen now. And like, it might be like, oh, for, by the way, from now on, we're going to keep the cups over here, and I'm just going to have to go. Yeah, okay, you know, I will yeah, agree. To, yeah, I'll agree to your deal, and then that'll get me back at the bar uh, bargaining table, Green. Yeah, because you took the piss with the Cajun. Yeah, uh, <laughs> exactly. Nice, Gary. Fantastic. Loving so, the Quantum Recall on updates next week. Yeah. Uh, I like you know stories what. about pinatas. Interesting question, though. Uh, when you're doing the cooking, because actually this is a very important factor. Mm. Uh, we need to go back to that original story. Okay. Important factor. What uh, what oil do you use the most in your cooking? Uh, olive oil. Is it oil. the olive? Is it the veggie oil? No, peanut? No, just pretty much just olive oil all the time. Okay, sweet. Now, that's fine because that, that makes it an essential. If you're using a variety of oils over the course of the week, then suddenly oh, no. it takes out the essentialness of said olive. And then you've got a scenario where you've got fucking oils everywhere and then you can't renegotiate that in right. as an essential. I, I, might, I, might sometimes, I might sometimes substitute something like butter or something like that. On, that that's fine. You've got us in the fridge. Can't leave the butter out. That's cool. That, that's no okay. problem. As, as, just think in other oils. Now, here's the other thing, Damon. I can offer a suggestion if you're negotiating table. Okay. I don't know where you are. Personally, I've got my olive oil because I use, I'm saying, I use so much olive oil. I'm going through like a one liter a week. For the okay. amount of I do. Um, can I offer the suggestion? Hmm. A very nice, uh, presentable olive oil drizzler. A drizzler? Uh, I don't like, know. Isn't that a bit fancy pants? No, nah, but it's, it's own separate container. It's prettier than the, the plastic regular olive oil bottle you'd normally get. I don't buy so it from for the prettiness. Outside, I'd, I'd, buy it in, I'd, I'd buy it in like gallon drums if I could. <laughs> what I'm saying is for the, for the selling point of the outside presentation with the salt and pepper, ah. you need the nice olive oil container. Nice, Jerry. As a way, as, yeah, I see where you go. As a way to like kind of, you know, pardon the pun, Greeno, to reach out with the olive branch, Greeno. There we go. Well the olive so. branch. Thank you, Greeno. I'm just nice, trying to think of like, the aesthetic of the nice presentable bench, but you still get your oil out there. Yeah. And it's not that ugly, you know, regular full plastic bottle. Mm, that's very true, Greeno. Well done. That's Fantastic little advice that's there. The issues you get on this show that you don't get anywhere else. This is why fucking Ben Lee. Um, we're trying to get Ben Lee on the show unintentionally. By we, neither me or you. Hmm. Uh, but the Blockheads are trying to get Ben Lee on this show ben for some Lee. reason. Okay. I don't know who. Oh, Ben Lee. Is that the guy who was with <laughs> Claire Danes? Yeah. Claire Danes. That's where we fucking know him from. That's, Not way, that's the way I like it. <laughs> that guy. Mm -hmm. So please. Yeah, I fucking yeah. remember Ben Lee. Nice, Gary. <laughs> fucking remember. So he put out a, he put out a tweet yesterday, going, "Look, I'm actually trying to promote my single, but I want to do it in a different way. Get I want to go on like, I want to go on a random podcast. Mm -hmm. Just as long as you've had more than five episodes, reach out. And our blockheads were on it straight away. We had fucking Troy, we had B, we had really? my mate Marty from all jumping at Ben Lee, going, "Hey, get on the block." Okay. So, so this, I so, this so this Ben Lee kid, Greeno, should we risk it on such an unknown quantity? Like, does he have a future or not? Well, my question is, if, if Ben Lee, we can get him on the show, mm. it's got to be this discussion. It's got to be, you know, 
where do you keep your salt and pepper, Ben? You know, oh, what are your course. thoughts and all? Yeah, I don't care you know, about your I don't care about your music career because to be honest here, yeah, not a big fan. <laughs> so don't care much for the music. But hey, you might you be a nice guy. Yeah. yeah. Or hey, if he's managed to pick up Claire Danes, he must have some kind of personality or just hung like a rogue elephant, either way. Yeah. Or he was, you know, just a cool guy who was able to leave whatever condiments he wanted on his bench top. You know, that's always an impressive thing. That, yeah. That's the stuff we'd cover on the show if Ben came on. Nice, Gary. Absolutely. Get in touch, Ben. Now, uh, Damo, a bit of a story time for me. Oh, okay. I like stories about pinatas. The Quantum and Cold War update. Now, for, for me, a couple of weeks ago, uh, with the with the lockdown, I'm trying to trying to limit my travel as much as I can because, quite frankly, I don't like dealing with people. And you know my rules on QR codes, sir? Mm, well, I can imagine. I don't know them, but I imagine they're similar to your rules on, like, giving over your email address when you buy a pair of pants. Spot on, sir. So I fucking hate it. So I'm I'm limiting all my shopping to two stores max a week. Mm-hmm. So if I can't get it in the two stores, we just don't get it. That's the rule. So I had to go. Uh, my son uh, running out of nappies, running out of wipes. Had to do a baby bunting run last week. What is happening and- at this baby bunting store? I've never been in one, but it sounds fucking like it's going off its tits, Green. <laughs> it's good, man. It's, good. it's a lot of baby shit, uh, a lot of toddler stuff, and. A lot of good, lot of good discounts, which is is where I'm at. I'm a big fan of the discounts. Oh, everybody loves discounts, great. Nice. I hear a bulk stuff, and that, that's that's where I'm at. I don't want oh, to go and buy it. So it's like it's like Campbell's Cash and Gary for babies. Yeah, it's like a baby, it's like a baby Costco for a couple of Back things. Back so trailer up. Yeah. I can get some big packs of nappies, and I'm good to go. Beautiful. So anyway, rocked up, rocked up last week. The lady's like, oh, so they're, they're doing the thing, the checks at the door. Hey, what are you here for? And because they sell unessentials, right? So they don't oh, want to get fined. What, so what, like, hey, whoa, whoa, hang on. You can't breeze. So they're actually now quizzing people like, what are you coming here to buy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that's enough for me. I would go, <laughs> nah, see you later. <laughs> Fuck you. No, nah, it doesn't bother me because I, I need the cheap nappies. Right. So I'm like, look, I'm here. I'm here for fucking three things. I need some pseudocream, I need some nappies, and I need some wipes. And like, we love it. The man knows what he wants. Excellent. Come on in, sir. So I come on in, uh, pretend to QR code in, and then... Go and get. <laughs> go on, go I, just, I just want to. No, I just want to. I have to interrupt the story. I like stories story about pinatas. And I just want to say, Greeno's, uh, you know, in Greeno's recalling of this experience is, of course, satirical in nature, and does not reflect any real world situations whatsoever. And definitely, I'm like, is not representative of me at all. <laughs> so. <laughs> If he was going in, going around, and just kind of like, and I'm, I'm like, like that was I'm just clearly satire. Clearly satire. Yeah. That's, yeah okay. giggles, man. I like that's stories about pinatas. Basically never happened. Like my son's not a racist, I swear. Exactly. It's all just jokes. Now, <laughs> so, so I get in there, and I get, my, I, get, I get a shit ton of nappies. I get a shit ton of, of wipes. Okay. I get my pseudo cream. Good. I get to the counter. Lady scans it all through. And then she, she tells me the bill. And I'm and she's like, oh, that, that's a fair bit. And I'm like, no, that is a fair bit. I'm not going to give you the value. But Ooh, it was, can I it have was, a guess? I love these games. Can I have a shot? Yeah. Yeah, go for it. Oh, uh, 250 bucks. Uh, a little bit higher. 320. A little bit lower. 290. 295, sir. Fucking now, nice, Jerry. 
which when it's I thought about it, when she mentioned it, I, mm. I thought about it for a second and I'm like, I'm spending $295 on nothing other than the ability for my son to shit. <laughs> that's, that's, cause that's what it was. Nappies, wipes, pseudocrime. Pseudocrime is like a, a, an a shitting, screen, right? a shitting agent. Yeah. Like if his bum gets red, you fucking whack it on. It's all good. Good to go. It gets rid of the chafing. But I realized I just spent $283 so my son can shit for a bit. And I'm like, this is quite expensive, right? When you think about it, when you put it in that context, like I could have bought like a week's worth of food for everyone to eat with the same amount of money. But nah, man. $283. My son to take a dump. Like, that doesn't seem right, does it? That's from the story. Nice, Gary. <laughs> I like stories about pinatas. Oh, don't do it to me. <laughs> I'm here to cheer you up, mate. I'm here to cheer you up. <laughs> I like ah. stories about pinatas. We got beer limits, apparently. You sent me this story. Yeah, what the fuck's going on? Um, Australian state limit. Oh, God. <laughs> Australian state limits residents of COVID. Oh, that one really fucked me. You really got me good with that. Fuck me. That was funny. I'm glad. Yeah. <laughs> well, well done, sir. No, another little nice, nice Gary. Nice, Gary. Oh, okay. Australian state limits residents of COVID-19 <laughs> lockdown apartments to six beers per day. So basically what, what happened was allegedly, apparently, uh, of course, we support lockdowns and whatever. And we definitely just QR code scan in every time we go somewhere, you know, obviously. Every time, full yeah. details. I give more information than I need to. Saying the opposite would be, you know, clearly satirical in nature and nothing to be gleaned from. Sure, uh, yeah. So these people are in a, in a, an apartment building, which is, you're now, is, is now legal apparently for the police to kind of blockade the lobby of your apartment building and not let you go in or out, regardless yeah. of whether or not you have COVID now. So, you know, if somebody in the building, you may never have even met this person in the building and all of a sudden you're all locked in for two weeks and there's cops standing there when you get off the elevator. So mm-hmm. uh, that's interesting. But now on top of that, apparently can't have more, Greeno, than six beers per day. That's nice, it. Gary. Six beers per day because apparently, allegedly, the authorities were stopping more beer and gifts and like... Because, you know, if someone's in lockdown and you're, they're your friend, Greener, if you were in lockdown, I would send you a nice bottle of fucking Jack Daniels or something. You know, here you go. Keep yourself entertained. You know what I mean? Helping my yeah. boy out while he's in lockdown. It's like being in prison, Greeno. So you've got to smuggle shit in, you know, to help your people out in prison. So yeah, uh, apparently, yeah, apparently the authorities were stopping, you know, a lot of these gifts and checking them and seeing whether or not they were allowed to you know, take it in because apparently now you've got to conform to the health guidelines. If you're now in a quarantined facility, you can, you know, you don't have the final say on what comes into you or not. I mean, I guess that's, you know, keeping people safe. Yeah, look, I don't, I don't want to stand, uh, stick up for for the man, but I think I feel like I have to in this particular case. Brave. I'm looking this, I'm looking this article, I'm looking this picture, and it it was, it was nothing to do with the health guidelines. They were just limiting people to only having to force down six of those Foster's beers. (laughs) No one fucking drinks Foster's in Australia. No one does. I guess, no one drinks it. Well, you, if you, well, that's a good. It's a good observation because you can see there, Greeno, top left-hand corner, National Review. That's an American. Um, nice, Gary. 
it's an American publication. For our American listeners, like we do not. If you see ever see Nobody an article it. about Australian beer, yeah. there is not one Australian I've ever known who's ever had one sip of Fosters in their life. I've drank. Like, I've not- drunk Fosters. But I've drunk it like yeah. when I'm overseas because that's the beer they have because they think that's Before the Australian beer. So yeah. and, yeah, but, uh, no, that's it's okay. Like you can, I've bought it in like a one liter can before and drink it like a regular sized tinny greener. It's fucking amazing. Yeah, right. It's fantastic. Yeah, I love that. That's what I did in America. I went the opposite. I went America. I had I used to drink a, a liter of Budweiser every afternoon as my snack. Yes, they could. Don't they? What do they call them? Oil cans or something like that? Uh, this wasn't a can. This one was a bottle. So it was like a, it was one like a long neck. Was it, it was a, a one liter long neck? No, nah, it was uh, actually no. I think it might have been no. It was glass. It was definitely glass. Oh, okay. It was great, but yeah, yeah one liter ten. That's good as well. Yeah, one liter. I, I, I worry. I worry more. on oh, no, I suppose I was gonna like. Oh, I'd be worried more about the tin going flat, but I'm like, oh no, Coke kind of keeps its fizz, and it's it'd be. All right. Yeah, I mean, Foster's made its money by promoting itself overseas as the Australian beer, but in Australia, it's never been the Australian beer. So that's that's basically the thing behind it. So everyone thinks it's like, oh, they all drink Fosters. Nobody here drinks it. It's it's so, so, overseas. Yeah. Like it's like um, what is it? It's like a Mexican restaurant in fucking Ontario, Greener. You know, like yeah. it's, okay, it's a little transplanted. This is what Mexico is really like, really. Because if we go to Mexico, is anybody eating your stuff? You know, your yeah. Canadian food? Probably not. <laughs> so you know, that's that's kind of how you relate to it. Mm. I'm kind of glad now I've, uh, you know, everyone bought, I was panic bought, you know, food, necessities, yeah. um, toilet paper, etc. Yeah. I'm glad I went and bought six cases last week. <laughs> At Baby Bunting. Yeah. No! I better just make sure I'm covered just in case. Yeah. We're locked down. At least I'm covered. So when you when you go shopping, you come home with like a fucking, like literally a ton you know, a, a car load and a trailer load of nappies and, you know, shit a- shitting agents for the child, shit, you know, shit-related fucking merchandise. And the other half of the car is just taken up with piss. Just crying. <laughs> I get locked down and they, they won't let me have more than six beers. Oh, fuck that. Stocking up, kids. I'm putting these beers in the bomb shelter. Fuck them. They'll never take them. Get, grab, son, it's time to grab the shotgun. Let's go. Um, we're, we're an hour into the show. We, we, in this hour, we, we've evidence that we're pretty bad at what we do. We're pretty bad at streaming. We're not very good. That's right. why I've only got uh, six listeners. Mm. Only got four tonight. Yep. Now, uh, thankfully, though, we like to we like to look around, see if there's anyone who you might get more listeners than us. Maybe we, we can feel... create. Maybe we can buy ourselves onto some. We only look around because we're trying to buy ourselves onto some ranking system somewhere, Greeno. So we, yeah. Know... That, that, way but yeah. we're also looking to make us feel better by looking at who's worse than us that's right so even though our numbers are bad we try and boost our, our own self-esteem by looking at the people that may be worse at streaming or, or podcasting and you sent me this this week and i was like excellent i'm glad we found someone who has the cachet that can make us feel better about the shit we do absolutely and they can't even do something as simple as stream online and that's no other then uh, one Snoop Doggy Dog. Snoop Doggy Dog. The same, the one and the same. Uh, Snoop Dogg muted himself on Twitch three streams ago, Greener, and still hasn't <laughs> noticed. Nice, Gary. I love, you know what I love most about that headline? It's the fact that it's written like in the present tense. It's written as in like <laughs> it's still happening now. 
So it's not like, you know, this is a headline of the news that already happened. No, no. Snoop Dogg muted himself on Twitch three streams ago and still hasn't noticed a go. It's still happening. Like, it's still, we're still, still in the moment. Yeah. Absolutely. We've got to watch. So Stop I wish, I don't know, I, should I, I've got to try and maybe find these streams. Do you reckon they'd still be up or would the, like, the Snoop team kind of snuff them out, do you think? Uh, no, I reckon they would have left them up. You reckon just I, for I the think, fun? I think this is, personally, I think this is nothing other than an advertising thing. Uh, where it's actually clicks because I reckon this is going to actually send traffic to his site. You're probably right. The, I reckon yeah. most of the stuff that's outraged now is actually PR-driven shit because they know how people are going to react to it, right? If you create an outrage or some bullshit moment, yeah. they know they're going to create like a million or plus fucking retweets or clicks on Twitter, which will create, you know, 20% of those will be converted into some merchandise fucking sale or buying a ticket or something and we're going to make x amount it's all predictive behavior fucking modeling and shit now well prior, prior to this story did you know uh snoop dog had a twitch stream no fuck no absolutely there not you go. No. you've just learned something and now that's that's become an advertisement i mean it's kind of funny i didn't know snoop dog has a stream but by the same token it's like who the fuck doesn't have a stream now they're all aren't <laughs> all these celebrities because they're all they're all doing it now. Remember, they used to hate people who do YouTube and podcasts and all this stuff. It was like stupid. Yeah, they don't have to pay a PR person for this. They, they rock up. They do fucking games. nothing. Yeah, he just turns yeah. on the hardware. He probably didn't even plug in the headset himself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Someone had it set up. All right, Snoop, here you go. You know, we're, we've got you rolling. All you got to do is press this one button right here and then you're on. And then he just sits there and probably made a fucking fortune doing it. Like, good luck to him. I don't care. Yeah, well done. Yeah, but it's just so funny. Like you know, you can you you can it literally shows that people will literally fucking watch anything. Nice, Gary. They'll sit there and watch Snoop Dogg for three streams, like in total silence, and he's just completely ignoring the chat, who is probably going, "We can't hear you. We can't hear you. We can't hear you." And like all he is like, "Yeah." So I told that motherfucker, "I'm gonna knock, I'm gonna knock his ass out." You know what I'm saying? And we don't fuck around. We don't roll like that, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, but he, they, they don't hear anything. They just see him sitting there in front of the green screen. <laughs> and he's not fucking, even reading. He's sick of, I guarantee these sycophants sat there and watched the entire hour too. Mm, they probably said, "No, nah, man, this is what he does. He's so artistic. He's making us yeah. think. Yeah, <laughs> like think, this is yeah. this is on purpose. Us create. Yeah, it's it's all part of the this. It's, it's a three part series, by the way. Too. Yeah. It's gonna be amazing. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Nice, Gary. Uh, let's wrap up this segment with a bit of Milo rankings, Damo. No uh, rankings this week. Hmm. Uh, just uh, BE sent us this in. He's my, he's now referring. I think BE's changed roles. Okay. I don't know if we have we gone through HR with this though. No, I, I haven't. I don't. I try I, all I do at work, Green. I was trying to keep my head down and avoid HR as much as possible. Yeah, because he's now referring to himself as the Miloologist, which, oh. based on the the research and, and work he's doing, makes sense. He he has taken yeah. on that role. But I think but I didn't know whether <laughs> they gone through the contracts. Yeah, no, I think I think technically, Greeno, what happened is we made the Milo Miloologist we had here at the the starting block. We made him redundant, so we can't oh, okay. actually rehire for another Miloologist. We have to come up with some other title. You know, we can say it's a, we can't say it's a similar role, can we? It's a brand no, new it's, role. It's a, it's a brand new role that has nothing to do with uh, Milo Milo ranking, but, yeah. 
but we've uh, assimilated that into BE's original role That's right. to take on said, said duties Correct. of that the mitologist previously used to get paid for. Oh, good. Uh, so, so BE, we'd appreciate moving forward. Uh, uh, no further references to being beautiful. said mitologist. Still the BE report, uh, the Earth reporter, mm. uh, but has taken on responsibilities that used to be under the umbrella of the the mitologist, but not the same role because the role doesn't exist anymore because it was made redundant. Yes, and you know, HR boss Mac. Um, okay, no but, con- no fucking confusion there whatsoever. Nice, Gary! <laughs> He's got a double-dip uh, Milo episode this week mm. where it, it was announced on, uh, last week that the band The Descendants have released an action figure to accompany their song Milo Goes to College. Oh. The song was released in 1982 and the cover of Milo Goes to College is a caricature of the vocalist Milo Ockerman. So now nice, we've got a couple... Gary! That potentially could be added to the rank. Now, if they were, because of COVID, we haven't been able to sit uh, the board of the Milo rankings for, for a little while. Mm-hmm. Haven't been able to sit up the Zoom yet. So we, we don't know where these ones are going to fit. But we've got two now. Mm. We've got the the Milo character Chua. Yes. And we've also got the vocalist Milo Ockerman. Actually, Greeno, I think you're missing something here. Nice, Gary. We actually have three because we've got the vocalist, right? Mm-hmm. The other one. And we've also got the figurine, Greeno, which is now the third one in this little piece here. Ah, so we've got a figurine, a caricature, yeah. and the vocalist. Well, technically, do we have four then? Because we've also got the song, Milo Goes to College. <laughs> nice, Gary! So we've, we've just discovered here, there's like four more Milos, which are better than Milo Yiannopoulos. Another yeah, four so on di- the list. So our Miloologist thought it was a double dip. It ended up being a quad dip. <laughs> It's the J.J. Stoner Spring Collection, the perfect attire for any and every occasion you can think of this season. Like we were in the mosh pit full of sweat and everyone slapping, hitting, and pulling on you. This shit won't rip. Lunch at your favorite cafe? Brunch with the girls? These stylish ensembles will give you the confidence you need to look and feel your best. Or if you're getting arrested for possession, it comes with a built-in police stick-proof body armor. Keep swinging, pigs! Call now and your order will come with a complimentary ounce of that dankest bubblegum slur cane that the South has to offer. Don't forget the wall tapestry! If you need to cover your wall, it works! Hello, my name is Frozen Asian, and I like to tell you about my show, The Sunday Night Shit Show, every Sunday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, along with good conversations and laughing at funny and weird shit we find on the internet. We also have The Hat Cam, where I showcase my myriad of great-looking hats. Here is a testimonial from a great friend of mine who has enjoyed my hats lately. I I hope your next hat is a bullet. Jesus Christ! What are you fucking Asian dick crazy? You. Why do you, why do you have to ruin my evening? Like I, I was just gonna just listen, you know, listen to my bud do their show, and you, you gotta, you just gotta do this. Without the hat. So you're not enjoying it? No. <laughs> Dude, Asian oh, come Dick on, Tracy. I really enjoy it. You look no. like you're going undercover in, in Argentina, but it's now working. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, hate come on. You secretly love it. <laughs> no, no. I openly hate it. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it. Uh, so... Subscribe to the Sunday Night Shit Show at youtube.com slash Sunday Night Shit Show. And uh, hope to see you there on Sunday nights. Bye. Welcome to The Starting Block. Follow on Twitter at The Starting Block. Drop the K at the end. Find the podcast on iTunes or on TAVshow.com. Yeah, back on the block, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Uh, Damo, uh, sad day uh, last week when I heard the news. Our man, Kimi Raikkonen. Yep. It's officially retired from Formula One. Uh, we'll finish up after this season. I didn't realize, like, we've loved Kimmy forever. Mm-hmm. Like, I've kind of forgot that he actually holds the record for most races ever raced in F1. Does he? I didn't know. Yeah, that. and that's unfathomable considering, like, the fact that he pissed off to do rally for a couple of years as well, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, in the middle of his career. But he's just been around forever. Um. Yeah, he left. Yeah, was he? Just, he left McLaren and then did rally and then came back. Was yeah, that yeah. yeah, spot on. And then came back. Oh no, no, he went to he went from McLaren and then he went to Ferrari, won his championship, right, and then disappeared, went to rally and then came back and raced for a bunch of like lesser known teams uh, to continue on with his F one career. And he was the classic um, like once he he's that kind of personality. I think like winning the championship was the achievement. He he wasn't motivated by winning it all the time. You know, he just wanted to win one. So I think once he won he, one, he was like, "All right, I well, I have, I have one championship now, and we know how this works now. So you know, mm. it's good to have uh, ticked it off. But now I'm going to, uh, you know, have uh, sex with uh, hookers on my yacht, and uh, yacht. you know, do right, the, do the cocaine, and we just do ourselves, yeah, party, and there's no drug testing at the time, I guess. Little party. Um, yeah. Jimmy, I was watching. I've been watching a couple of these clips uh, online where. <laughs> They do a lot of nice backstage, uh, like behind the scenes F1 stuff. They do put out there for promo mm. and they're doing like this trivia thing. I think I mentioned it previously where they did the segment where I was, um, Sebastian Vettel was able to name every single F1 champion That's from right. now back to the first ever F1 champion. It was unbelievable. Really, really good. Yeah. And my favorite part of that particular clip was the fact that Kimi Raikkonen, uh, was in it and he answered, he got like 16 or something like that. Mm. And then they pointed out to him. To go, oh, you can stop answering once you get an answer wrong. He's like, what do you mean? He's like, you know, you, you should have told me at the start. Like, if I if I got the answer wrong, I could stop answering. And they're like, yeah, yeah that's how it works. Like, we're, we're going until you, you get one wrong. He's like, well, I would have got the first answer wrong then. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they're like, who was the champion in like 1996? He's like, uh, me. And they're like, well, you know, that's wrong. He's like, exactly. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> nice, Gary. I can love him. Um, but in true Kimmy style, so he announced his retirement on the Friday. Hmm. On Saturday, he, he got COVID, so he couldn't race. <laughs> Just gonna chill. So now he's gonna. <laughs> so now he's gonna rest for the next two races because he can't. Like he's in quarantine <laughs> now. Nice, Gary. And I'm sure he'll hate that. <laughs> Just like, oh, well, yeah. we'll, I guess we'll, we'll, we'll put we'll our smuggle. feet up. <laughs> put our feet up and it's all good. You know, just, uh, Relax COVID, your muscles. Yeah, unfortunately, you know, it's just... 
No we order the food, we sit down, we eat, we have a few drinks, and we just go. Oh, it feels better in a couple of weeks' time. We'll go back to the race. That, that's gonna be that's the saddest part for me. That, that this means the end of my fucking. Kim- I, I do. I don't do impressions on this show because I'm pretty bad with them. Um, Your Kimmy but what is I can very good. Do, yeah. Miss fucking Kimmy Rockman, and I'm gonna Nail lose Kimmy. that character. That's a lot. That's a lot. Like when oh, Webb's retired, we had. He lives on. He'll live on forever, Greeno. Yeah, but we're losing some of like our races uh, have been some of our best bits. You know, mm. like we, we lost uh, Call Me Cow, we lost the Canberra Milk Kid. That's now true. we're gonna lose Kimmy. Yeah. Like they're they're our best bits on this show. Yeah. Everything else is fucking hack. But I mean, you know, two the of Canberra them, Kid, two, two of them retired, and one of them was killed in a in a in a. No, no, no. Who got killed? Ah, uh, remember we had Marco no, Simoncelli. I didn't name him out of respect because I was uh, like, oh, I know that piece was, yeah, we, we uh, obviously couldn't do that one anymore. But I was talking about Call Me Cow and, and you brought the fucking dead dude into it. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> trying, to, trying to avoid that one because it's a bit of a downer. <laughs> you know what doubters? That's disgusting. What are you doing? That's it, 100%. Um, but who, who did uh, Kimmy get replaced in? Uh, in Alfa Romeo for his race? Mm. Robert Kubica. Ah, oh, Robert Kubica. Nice, we love Harry. we love Robert Kubica on the show. The dude that you know fucked up his hand in rally as well was almost got his hand amputated. Came mm-hmm. back, was in F one. Uh, he was meant to be a future world champion because he was one of, out and out one of the best racers out there. Yep, had a free he came, he came in basically the same time as Lewis Hamilton, and like in the junior mm-hmm. comps, like they were neck and neck in terms of it's ability. Gone. Like they would, it yeah. was between those two, and they both say of each other that the other one is the best they've they've ever raced against. So. Yeah. Lewis came in because you know why? Because I think there was a part of it. Lewis was the big hotshot. He was the young, fucking, uh, good-looking British guy, and they you have to have one of those in F one Greeno, don't you? Because it's so much like the whole fucking uh, the Western world watches like the British coverage of Formula One. Yeah. Got to have a you've got to have a fucking Jensen Button or a Nigel Mansell or a Damon Hill. There's got to be some Brit mm-hmm. competing at some level, right? Yeah. So he came in and Kibitza came in at the same time. So uh, Hamilton went into a pretty good car straight out of the out of the gates, and yeah, Kibitza had a pretty was, shitty that car. That was Pete McLaren. Yeah. Yep. I mean, Kibitza, did he come in in a, in a Renault or a Williams? No, he came in in a Renault, didn't he, Kibitza? Ah, uh, no, I don't even think it was a Renault. I think it was like one of the really. I th- was it maybe like a Sauber or something like that. You know oh, what I mean? Sounds about right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be's in the chat. Be or no? If if Be can, Be knows this fucking shit. Like if he, he he won't even have to look it up. He'll go. No, Kibitza started no, in this. Be you know. knows his stuff. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Jensen Button, he was on the he was on the commentary for for last week. Yeah, race. there was no Brundle. There was no Brundle of love. I was fucking nah. devastated. Yeah, well, it wasn't wasn't quite as good. No. Um, is he gone now or something? What's going on there? I think he just had the race off. There you go. Uh, BMW Sauber. He was, <sighs> Look, so thing. I get a nice Gary nice for that. Nice Gary. He definitely get a nice Gary. And then here's where my confusion was. Then he moved to Renault. I remember him in the Renault car. Yeah. yeah there you go. Robert Kubica. Hey. And yeah, BMW Sauber. Because remember when BMW was throwing so much money into it and they just could never get better than like, Fifth or sixth, mm. and it was like, wasn't Ralph Schumacher driving for him at one point? And about right, yeah, yeah. 100% right. So many teams, um, but yeah, nice to see Robert Kubica back in, in F1 driving. Yeah. Nice, um, Gary. Nice, yeah, Gary. seemed like the appropriate replacement there for, for Kimmy after Perfect. he got it. He got it back. I reckon, I, I swear to god, I reckon Kimmy like didn't actually fail his COVID test, he just said, like, he called in sick, yeah. and he's just like, <laughs> uh, sorry, guys. Uh, the little bit of COVID. I'd like uh, to think I'd like to think that he 
used his friend's urine to avoid the test because he himself had taken cocaine the night before to celebrate, uh, you know, the yeah, end of his, his career. Retirement. So he's like, he yeah. said to his friend, here, give me, give me your piss and I'll use that. And then his friend yeah. has COVID, but now Kimmy's like, COVID. this is a, now I get a bonus two weeks Rockin off. Yeah. It was like rock and hard place, but Kimmy was like, no, this is the hard place. Like most of it. Yep. Two weeks off. Yep. Thanks for the piss brother. And he came um, back, he came or, back from his baby bunting slash grog shop trip and emptied yeah. his fucking load into his mansion. And there he is now just with diapers and uh, Jack Daniels flowing greener. It's fantastic. <laughs> Or alternatively, Kimmy is the ultra strategy. Might, might have been no cocaine involved. Yeah. Might have just been like, look, I've heard that if I, I, I piss tested, uh, positive to COVID, <laughs> <laughs> then turns out I get two weeks off. So he's, he's scoured yeah. the paddock. <laughs> someone with a sniffle. Somebody, hey. somebody to have like a close conversation with, you might say. Yeah, exactly. Mask, maskless kind of behavior. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, I hear what you're saying. <laughs> Let's see what you're saying. Cerebral. Uh, uh, can, can I quickly you talk about last week? I want to talk about the race before quickly because we were off last week. Okay. Uh, can we talk about the fast demo? The fast. The fast. They did a fucking race where no laps were actually raced. They sat behind the safety car. What? Did two did two laps in the wet, and that was deemed an official race. What? Fast. Yep. Hang on. Hang on, hang on, on, on. So the, this was the F one race just gone, was it? So I one watched before last. So See, last week was Zang uh, Zangut. It was a really good race. The Zander week before Vort that, or whatever it is, yeah, the yeah, Dutch place. Close enough. Yeah. The week before that, it was the, the fast. The fast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> where it was rained out, and they're like, "Well, we're going to make because it's." They're like, "Oh, we can't. It's not an official event." Mm. I think they realise if if we don't actually have an official result, we have to refund everyone's money. <sighs> So they're like, well, let's just make the cars go out there in the wet for two laps behind the safety car. Then it becomes an official race and we don't have to pay anyone money back. <laughs> nice. Gary. What, what happened is basically, oh, it's unbelievable. But what happened is it meant that Max Verstappen got a race win and full champ. Oh, he got half championship points because it wasn't 75% of the race. He should get um, like a fraction of one if, if it was yeah, exactly. two laps. That's, that's two laps. You should get yeah, a portion of whatever the overall laps are. Yeah. Like you did two laps out of the, the 72 you were meant to do. Yeah. You get like a quarter of a point. There you go, Matt. <laughs> so, so, yeah. So everyone goes up between a quarter of a point and zero, which effectively is the same as zero. Because... Exactly. <laughs> so um, but the nice thing was, it meant that George Russell, who uh, got his uh, Mercedes contract this week, got his first ever podium. Jesus. Without actually having to race a lap, which is like it's okay. a bit of a bit of moment. Oh, he had to stand yay. up. He had to stand up on the podium and like spray champagne. And he's like, "Look, it's not the way I would have liked to get." They made them. The they made them do the fucking podium routine, even though there was no race. Course, That's ridiculous. Of course they did. It was an official race win, apparently. Oh, and you know podium. what? And you know what? That fucking champagne label, they paid good sponsorship money, Greeno, nice, to get on TV Gary. and shit. So we've got it. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, boys. You gotta march up there. Even though you don't you didn't even break a fucking sweat today. You're gonna have yeah. to march up there and get in front of the cameras and spray the champagne to nobody. <laughs> wow. This is see, that's, this is when like PR bullshit and uh, you know. You know the commercialization of things and stuff. This is the dark side of it because that's just mm -hmm. we we will go through with completely insane rituals just to satisfy some fucking contract deal or something. It's ridiculous. Well, that and TV hours as well. 
because they still yeah. they still did the coverage for the entire amount of hours because I, I didn't realize what happened and my boss because I, I i didn't stay up and watch it anymore i'm too old for that shit. Yeah. so um I, I just watched the replay the next day and i just avoid social media that day yeah and i'll speak to my boss he's a big f1 fan he's like mate stayed up watched the race last night what a what a shambles that was i'm like oh, i haven't watched it yet, man like don't tell me the result he goes don't bother watching it it was basically rained out they did two laps behind the safety card that's it i'm like surely they had to erase something he's like no that was it he stayed up till two in the morning watching it hoping the race would start <laughs> <laughs> Dick. oh my god fuck that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people are fucked, huh? <laughs> exactly. Bro, F1 is fucked. Horrifying. Um, F1 has been sh- You know what? Let's I'm going to be honest here. F1 has been mostly shit for a long time. About mostly a decade. Shit. This year, I must admit this year's been pretty good though because yeah. Max Verstappen is competitive and I hate Max Verstappen, but at least there's a there's a championship fight at the front mm-hmm. and the mid-pack, the mid-pack battle's great. If you took out Lewis and Max, the the actual racing is unbelievable. It's okay. just those two are so far ahead of everyone else. The mid pack championship is is great. I'm really enjoying that that particular race. But um, is Alonso still around? He's not. Sure is, man. He's doing great. He's doing really. Is he really good. Alfa Romeo now? I couldn't because I, I no, watched. No, no, I watched no. like the. He's... I watched qualifying of the last round, and that's the first thing I've seen of F1 this year. And I was like, oh, oh okay. really? So, yeah. yeah. I've kind of got back in this year. I've been like watching oh, the replays okay. and stuff. So, yeah. yeah. Been a bit better. He's with a team called Alpine. Uh, Alpine. So okay. that's the new name for Renault. Alpine. <laughs> Alpine. Uh, yeah, it's the new Renault. He's doing pretty good. He's doing all right. Okay. Like, considering his age and stuff, and he's still pretty much out. He's out racing his younger teammate, Esteban Ocon. Yeah, right. Alonso for mine so, will always be the best. Doing, doing, like, what he, doing what he does. We've talked about it plenty of times in this show. The eh? oversteer king. Yeah, just basically is just yeah. Chucks it in there. You put, you put everyone in the exact same car. He's pretty much he'll, he'll he's be the most fastest races. guy. Uh-huh. Yeah, because he's fearless. Like because he just it's all in the like he's he's all based on feel. You know, compared to mm. other Formula One drivers. There's heaps of videos you can see like comparing Alonso to other Formula One drivers. The way he drives, he drives it like a rally, like a drift car, like a rally car. He throws yeah. the fucking formula. He throws the back end out when he drives a Formula One car, which is fucking insane because it's a Formula One car. You know what he I mean? Finds like, a way, he finds a way to keep the tyres yeah, still good That's right. racing that way, and that's the surprising part. Because you're right, he does throw the fuck out of the car. It's just he still managed to keep like good tyre wear. Well, that's um, a, yeah, that's exactly the thing that's so crazy about him because all you know, science suggests that it should be the opposite. If you throw the car around like that, you should wear the fuck out of the tires way more. But he doesn't. He yeah. does the opposite. He's better on them than what other people are, mm. and they just don't under fucking. They don't understand how that's possible, but it just happens. So you know, Fernando Alonso, you're right. Put him in any car compared to anyone else. Like if he was, remember that crappy kind of um that racing thing where it was like each each country was a car a team, and there was we, we talked about A1 this, Grand we Prix about this two weeks ago. It was yeah. uh. Yeah, GP. A1 Grand Prix. A1 Grand Prix. A1. They so they basically treated it like a cheap plumbing company that wanted to be first in a yellow pages. (laughs) No, no, you say you've got Formula One, but this is the A1 Formula One. Oh, okay. (laughs) This is the first one you get when you open up the the phone book reader. A1 (laughs) A1 racing team. (laughs) Cheap price, good value. Come. Come, bring Docket. 
Nice, Gary. <laughs> Gary, well done. Let's do a stat man before we go, sir. Oh, okay. I'm a stat man. We're going to start with our favorite man, Shohei Otani. First ever What's he done? Come on. Uh, to, uh, first ever Angels player with 40 home runs and 20 stolen bases. Nice, uh, Gary. He, he's also their best pitcher, by the way. So uh, no, he, he, uh, he's hit another three home runs since I, I sent through that stat. Uh, so he's still leading the league. However, a man that's right behind him mm -hmm. is Salvador Perez, who is a catcher, and catchers aren't known for hitting with a lot of power. Really? Uh, <laughs> spot on. I would have like, thought, yeah, I, catch yeah I didn't, I, I'm not a massive baseball guy or anything. I would have just assumed, aren't they like short, stocky, you know, muscular guys? Shouldn't they have like a good swing? You know what I mean? Like uh, it's about energy use. So if you're, uh, if you're sitting there in the crouch all day, every day, a lot of your power is from your uh, legs, right? Yeah, yeah. So they seem like short stocky dudes, but if you're sitting there in the crouch and you're you're wearing out your, your lower half mm -hmm. throughout the course of the game by crouching and, and playing catcher, it takes away from your power. Okay. Salvador Perez, on the other hand, is now second in the in major leagues <laughs> behind uh, a behind pitcher. Shohei Otani. <laughs> behind a pitcher. It's yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> so the pitchers the pitchers and the catchers are better fucking batters than the batters are. The batters, spot on. Um, but he's the no, first player to catch. Salvador Perez from the Royals is the first player to catch and hit a grand slam in consecutive games since Mike Piazza in 1998. Well done. Nice, Gary. And uh, I'll give BE credit for this one. He sent it through to me uh, earlier today. Okay. Quick stat man. Yeah. Today, uh, I'm a stat first man. Time, first time since 1908, the Yankees have been swept at home without ever having a lead in a four-game series. Oh, nice, Gary. Nice, Gary. Fucking nice, yeah, Gary. Over 100 years. That's that's sensational. So, yeah, they got swept by the uh, the Toronto Blue Jays uh, at the last Oh, and days. it wasn't even like it wasn't even like the Red Sox or someone like that. It was it was the Canadians. <laughs> it was the Canadians. Ended it. it for them. Yeah, Spot on. But, the, you know, the thing is with the Yankees, you can never celebrate – like for me, they they remind me of when I was a kid and Manchester United would win all the time. So mm -hmm. I fucking grew up hating Manchester United because if you're not a Manchester United fan in the nineties, you don't get any celebrations. Manchester United has them all, so you fucking yeah. hate them for it. So the Yankees are like that. So uh, yeah. everyone gets sicker. So you celebrate this little victory of them getting swept at home for the first time in a hundred years. But you know what? The problem is next year they'll come back. They'll spend another fucking two hundred million dollars or something. And they'll come back <laughs> and they'll end up like waltzing into a division final again. You know, so sad, sad but true. Like uh, they haven't won oh, the World Series in yeah twelve years, which is considered a drought mm -hmm. for that particular team. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're, they're just perennial playoff. Yeah. Always team. around, it's, always up there. So fucking annoying. Yeah. <laughs> so annoying. Yeah. Um, plugs, sir. Let's get let's get out of here. Plugs? There's no plugs. We don't have any plugs here. Actually, you know what? You know what I'm going to do from now on. I've just created a new segment, Greener. From now yep. on, what we're going to do? Skipping the plugs? No, no, no. From now on, plugs is going to be. I'm going to research like plumbing and industrial type equipment, and I'm going to find a plug. Each week. So this week's plug is like, you know, the Johnson plastic uh, 5000, which comes uh, in various gonna, diameters. Can we, that, can, we, can we at least plug our sponsor, uh, Don Camaro? Uh, we can do Don Camaro. Magicians, Don Camaro's lost his mind. Get ready for Don Camaro's Super Mega Sale Bonanza. Total liquidation of all magic and supplies. Ducks, box, turtles, magic wands, and gorgeous barn assistance. And that's just the beginning. 
snakes, magic hats, puppy sweaters, disappearing ink, all at prices too low to mention. Only at Don Camaro's Magic Events. That's Don Camaro's Magic Events. See you there. Thanks, Don. Appreciate it. <laughs> See you guys next week. Bye. We'll always be bosom buddies, friends, sisters, and pals. We'll always be bosom buddies. If life should reject you, there's me to protect you. If I say that your tongue is vicious, if I call you uncouth, it's simply that who else but a bosom buddy will sit down and tell you that.